two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. I'm a, I'm a beekeeper over here. Um, beekeeper. What is your overall relationship with bees? I, I have you as a uh, not even get away from me bee kind of a guy, like just, uh, w- you know, friendly with bees. If there's one around a uh, cookout situation, I will remain calm. Um, it, so I'll feed off other people to a degree. Like if, if, if I can help someone else be, uh, become calm about it, I will. But if I if if it's just me sitting there, yeah, uh, I'll just make sure you know it doesn't. If it lands on me, I'll maybe kind of move. But I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna be taken out of my comfort zone by one bee. If there were a swarm, I think uh, I think you get my nerves jumping around a little bit. Okay. Have you ever been? Uh, you ever been swarmed? Never been swarmed. Um, maybe actually, maybe like six or seven. I remember um, as a kid, like. I kicked or stepped it, not kicked on purpose, but like we were playing some game and I like step slash kicked some kind of nest. And then I do remember being in some alley. Um, it's some, it's one of those like friend of the families who like we went there once, you know, it's just some weird memory. And like, you know, you're the, the parents think that they're friends with each other and they're like, let's get together on a Sunday and you go over there. And then there's just uh, a yeah. one-off friendship with a family. Um, you just find out, oh, ooh, I didn't like them. At oh, all. yeah. Wow. That was way off. So, yeah, I kicked a bee nest on purpose. No, just running, playing tag or one of the run based games. I accidentally kicked or stepped in a nest. And then I do remember like continuing to run and then like having some weird moment of like not feeling like my in my body for a moment because I had just been stung like seven times in a few different areas. I was just like, uh, and then I think my reaction was to cry and run inside and not know what had really happened. And then I, yeah, just got, I had gotten stung by, I guess, wasps or one of the bad, one of the worst than regular bees, I think might've been wasps or hornets. Yeah. Wasps or hornets. Yeah. But then, you know, I'd never subscribe to like the freaking out even after that. Um, if it's one, I think that can be kind of performative, but I don't want to. I don't want to put anyone down if they really are afraid. And I, I do, like I said, I will, I will help shoe if it, if it seems like it'll put somebody, um, in a more comfortable position. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. How about you and bees? Or yeah, you could, you're interviewing me that I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fine with bees. Yeah. I don't have a problem with them. I don't, they don't sting me. I don't think, uh, and I, that's, that was a famous claim that I used to make to uh, my students in Korea that I couldn't be stung by bees. <laughs> Fastest uh, man on sand, can't be stung by bees. Can't be stung by bees, yeah. Made the world's largest cheeseburger. Ate it, yeah. Ate, ate the, world's, the world's, largest. world's largest, excuse me. Somebody else made it for you. Those are the three. Um, three claims, but I, I, yeah, I don't, I can't remember many bee stings in my life. So yeah, I tend to just not react to them at all. Yeah, it, I could see it, um, having been one of my personality traits at my most annoying that bee stings don't exist, I feel like could have been a really strong position I would take to try and uh, start fights yeah. with people. 
<laughs> let them sting me. These things don't exist. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm eating germs don't exist, uh, you know, for breakfast in the midst of a global pandemic. Right. It's true. Germs don't exist was my personality for 10 straight years. Here's, here's a wacky bee-related memory that just popped into my head. Uh, do, do you remember that Larry used to, uh, he had like some type of allergy to bees, but it wasn't like one of the serious allergies. This sounds familiar, and, yeah. And then he like used to sting himself with the with the bee stinger like in his arms because it made him swell up and then he looked like he had big arms. Whoa. He, t- he would take the stinger of a bee and like just pop it into his biceps and then he, he looked like he had like really big biceps oh man modern day steroids yeah i feel like that would be something that wouldn't work but like i could see believing that as a kid yeah i mean i i i didn't ever see it occur that's just how he explained you know how how he was able to benefit from his allergy could easily not have even been true i don't don't know (laughs) bees could really not even have steroids that's yeah i mean there's not even an, I don't know anyone named Larry. Either. <laughs> it's a podcast. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of any other animal run-ins, like where a, a bite or a, a sting. What other? I mean, you got stings, you got bites. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I guess you get kicked by a horse or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. No, that hasn't happened. Um, I don't think I've ever, I think, I think Bubba took a a pass at me. Is that, does that make sense? A pass? Uh, Not really, no. Okay. Bubba took a, a shot at me a couple times, but I don't know that he ever connected or made meaningful contact. And then eventually we became, kind of friends when i was sitting in certain areas in relation to him but he was like he was always a bite whoever walks by except the four of you guys yes big time (laughs) big asshole of a dog (laughs) like bubba just allowed me to scratch him and be his friend while sitting down for two hours i have to go pee bubba's gonna now bite me what the fuck man (laughs) that is such bullshit (laughs) So you have to like plan your pee to enjoy the, your visit. Yeah, yeah, that's nice that you thought about that. Uh, yeah, it's nice that you were forced to have to think about that. And... <laughs> well, yeah, what was he just didn't want us anybody to hurt you guys, or or I just think yeah, more importantly, he was an asshole. Yeah, I think he was just kind of like a a grump, you know, yeah. like just a, a grouch, and he you you disturbed the way he was laying you like stepped over him and so or you know stepped in a in five a feet that, away from him like <laughs> and he kind of like surprised him you got in into his like you know you got him out of his comfort zone and so he just hey, i'm gonna bite you now <laughs> sorry, sorry about this yeah and you guys were just kind of blinded by love or you weren't no but, I, mean, I wasn't your parents were kind of blinded by yeah. love and yeah. just like you know that's that's Bubba, right? Yeah, you know, no, no, he's a good dog. He's a good dog. He's a good dog. He bites the whole neighborhood. He's a good dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they came to take him away. Haha, uh-huh. they came to take him away. Ho ho. Uh, uh, you know, on Christmas Eve or whatever that one time, just because he would like, always attack the uh, mailmen and women. Oh, so what? Like women temporarily put him somewhere for the night? I think they were just going to confiscate him. Be <laughs> just take. Oh, the dog like some away. authority people took Bubba away. They came, and I uh, flipped out and wouldn't let him take him. And then my dad uh, backed me up, and we just said, we're not giving you the dog, so better luck next time. <laughs> this was like the one of the just animal control or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Wow. Bubs, he was a uh, stubborn son of a bitch. He wouldn't, he wouldn't go either. What, he lived to be 25? He lived to be 18 years not old. Not even healthy. No, he's heavy set guy his whole the life. Last twelve of the eighteen years. <laughs> Honestly, that guy was gonna die when he was eight, nine. Every year he was gonna die for ten years. Yeah, yeah. Every I mean, half year he was. He had you know. We said I said goodbye ten different times to him. Right. There was like when he was four or five. No, no. When he was, uh, I think <laughs> ten or eleven is when like his back legs stopped working altogether and then he just could spin around in a circle because his front legs would work so he would just kind of like move his arms and spin around in a circle and then then he got better like he, right. he, it was he was like that for like two years and it was like oh he's, he's done for and then he just got completely better and he was like chasing the fox in the woods at age 13 14 then he got hit by a car was just angry about that and was just barking at the guy he got hit by a car went like flying 20 feet and then just like started attacking the car and was fine <laughs> lived live to live to be 18 <laughs> smoke cigarettes <laughs> yeah that is i man i love it i love when somebody lives a long time who beat the i, I love seeing a person who looks in their 90s smoking um it's nice yeah. i love to see a dog get hit by a car no <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, there is something satisfying about that, like old people doing something unhealthy. Um, like, oh, that's that's a hopeful thing. Like, I I, I should start smoking again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that. It's always like, yeah, beating the odds or like doing what you doing, you know, whatever you wanted to do anyway, being yourself or not listening to the the people who are just trying to take care of you and be nice to you. you know? Right? What is that? That's is that ego? No. No. That's just wanting to enjoy yourself and like the people who care about you be damned. Yeah, I think it's just enjoying smoking. Right. Probably. Just just admitting that smoking's really good. Just being a truthful right. person with yourself. <laughs> yeah. <Being honest>. And, <laughs> and doing the obvious correct thing. No, do not smoke out there. That's bad. Um do it in here with us. Um yeah, do it do it in this designated area and, and as much as you'd like. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> do they still they don't have those things still do they like do you, do you ever go through like an airport where they yeah. have those smoking lounges and it was mm-hmm. just like a crazy smoke box is that yep. that doesn't exist anymore does it or so it existed a- as of whenever hurricane sandy was because i um during my whole uh hurricane sandy strand all that stuff get stuck in atlanta for three days i happened hurricane to get a sandy. smoking room yeah, exactly. Well, I think it, I want to say it was Atlanta that I had a layover in or something. There was a smoking area in that. I I bought a pack of Marlboro Lights and and ripped butts in there for a couple of hours. It was great. 
Wow. Smoky as the day is long. And it was just a sliding door, too. So, like, it wasn't like, oh, smoking just cuts off here. It was just, it was just billowing out into the regular area like it was nobody's business. Wow. Like it was everybody's business. Right. It became, at least to some degree, everybody's business. Yeah. Which is always, like, the ugliest part of smoking anyway. The fact that, like, the embarrassment of, like, yeah, I know, this is fucking absurd, but I'm some kind of weirdo addict at the moment i'm sorry right i can't believe they never figured out a way to smoke a cigarette without the smoke right just Just exactly it dissolves inside of you smoke that goes away you swallow it and you're done right even the smoke coming off the cigarette just like you know put put the cigarette inside of a little machine that just turns the smoke into like you know dollar bills or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah i think we'll get there where like the stuff we do is more immediately used like we chew a piece of gum we spit it out there's some machine in front of our mouth that catches it turns it back and like shoves it into some other area of our body to use it for fuel yeah <laughs> yeah <think> that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's spit. almost a, a foregone conclusion right there <laughs> You're dipping, Dup. You, the dip spit, you spit into a cup, immediately gets shoved up your ass <laughs> and used for fuel. For fuel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's just robots all over the place that just... Uh... Have you ever seen the... Uh... Have you ever seen Demolition Man? I don't think so. I've seen a Demolition Derby. Okay. It's pretty... Yeah, that, that'll help, at least, with uh, <laughs> what this is. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Demolition Man is a Sylvester Stallone movie. Oh, Demolition uh, Man. Yeah. Um he's it's it's like it was about the future, I think. And Hey, I gotta be in this demolition derby over here. Hey. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um Who's that supposed to be? Vizzini from the Princess Bride? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was trying to think of who it was. <laughs> And so in Demolition Man, when you like curse at any point, you know, if you if you say uh, shit, let's say, uh, then like some machine just comes out of the wall and gives you a ticket, right? Oh, wow. Uses so, it as fuel. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of similar. Yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, they give you the ticket, but, you know, now you're saying, okay, now it just shoves that ticket up your ass. <laughs> i'm just constantly angling to have different stuff shoved up my ass (laughs) you know for the good invention of it not because i (laughs) hey what the heck just got shoved up my ass hey oh oh wait a minute you know it was it's actually giving me fuel this is this is great um that was uh okay sylvester stallone and then he uh famously in that movie they don't have toilet paper they have three seashells of different sizes you 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 ever heard of that is that ringing no but i think Uh, as a scoop i could see it working out okay really it obviously doesn't work i don't think you i mean like fifth best after toilet paper yeah i'm not saying put it instead but i'm saying if you got a bunch of stuff lying around i could see them being like an early scoop the bigger boys out (laughs) scoop the bigger boys out you're de- yeah, and so there are three seashells of different sizes, 
that are used as as toilet paper. Okay. Or, you know, you know, he takes a crap and then he's like, "What's this? What am I supposed <laughs> to do with these you know, three seashells? What's this? Right? A receipt? I better shove it up my ass." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got so much energy now. <laughs> yeah, so actually, that you, you stumbled upon the bit from the movie, which is that he uh, can't figure out how to use the three seashells and then goes outside and just uh, curses up a storm and he gets a whole bunch of uh, tickets and then he just goes back in and uses that to wipe his ass. Oh, that's good. That's cute. Yeah, it's cute tie together. Almost like a Seinfeldy tie together. It is a little bit of a nice tie, tie together. And then he I think he winds up just shoving him. While he's there, he shoves him up his ass as well. <laughs> uses that as fuel for the rest of the movie. <laughs> he shoves the sea. Now that he has the tickets, shoves the seashells up his ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. I can't think of a single other movie that guy. Rocky and uh, Demolition Man, right? Oh, and the, yeah. the newer Rockies. The newer Rockies, so yeah, the Creed, up, up, what are they called, Creed? And yeah, then, Creed, uh, yep. Creed Bratton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, Judge Dredd was another one of okay. uh, Stallone. Um, and he's one of these guys, I he wasn't a good actor, but he like stuck to his guns about the script. Like somebody was going to, like, they, they were like, we need somebody else to play Rocky. He was like, no, I, I'm doing it. And then... He turned down like, you know, a quarter million dollars and then was poor for a while. But then like he somehow got it made with him as the star. Some story, right? Uh, yeah, I think his story yeah. is really interesting. I don't know if that was it, but. Yeah, I didn't mean to like downplay it. I'm sure he, you know, I, I get nervous about sticking to your guns with certain stuff. I say take the money and run and write something else. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more careful than, than Sill. Uh, now Sly Stallone, that's his name, and then uh, I want to say there's another Stallone out there. Sylvester Stallone, uh, Al Capone, no, uh, Stallone, Stallion, the Italian Stallion. You might be thinking of. Wasn't that also Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, and did they were they talking enough about how his name already kind of was Stallion a little bit? Oh, I don't know. I don't think they did that. No, that could have been a whole. That could have been a whole new uh, Rocky Six or whatever. Wherever they stopped, right? Or at least like the second half of one of the Rocky, one of the other Rockies. You know, right? Hey, did anybody? Yeah, they dropped their Italian accents. <laughs> did anybody <laughs> ever make the connection that? Uh... <laughs> ah, Stallion, Stallone, Stallion. Hey, I'm not gonna fight this guy. Who could fight at a time like this? And then he goes into the fight pretending like he's going to shake the guy's hand. Then he kicks his ass. He fakes him out with the Stallion Stallone talk. That's good. <laughs> takes him out of his game. You know what? You're right. It's uh, it's the Russian or whoever. I don't know. It's Fazzini. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky? Apollo Creed? Morons. Man, neither <laughs> of their names have S's in them. Aristotle uh, yeah. is such a good Fazzini... Uh, Plato, Aristotle, Socrates. That's not that good. No, you're... <laughs> yeah, I'm losing it. <laughs> Plato, Aristotle... Yeah, maybe I can't hear the pitch of it at, at the moment. It's what we're famous for. <sighs> I've uh, got 
Got the stigmata over here. <laughs> stigmata. <laughs> yeah. Is that uh, something with religion and getting marked up on your body? <laughs> yeah, stigmata is, uh, you know, when you experience wounds on your hands and your feet like Jesus would have on the cross. Oh, man. So it's like uh, some type of, cond- I mean, who knows if anybody's really ever experienced it, but people claim to have had experienced stigmata, which is like, yeah, they look at their hands and they're like wounds where on their hands where Jesus's wounds would have been and wow. then on, you know, in their feet. But I think the trick there is it actually would have been through their wrists and then uh, through their like ankle because I think that's how they did it. Because if it was your hands, you'd fall right off after like a day, I think. Yeah. I always wondered about that. Wouldn't that weight, your hand's not going to carry that. Or maybe that's what makes it so painful is that, yeah, I know it seems like it wouldn't work, but that's why it's so painful because it's just that little bit of stuff hanging onto your whole body weight or something. Yeah, but you just, you're right. You would just rip right through. So they go through the wrist is how they do it. And the wrist, you got those nice bones that'll, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll hold you up, you know, for a week. Right. With those things. Uh, but yeah, but so the people who claim to have had stigmata probably didn't know that. So they're like, oh, I got these wounds on my hands. It's like, well, that's not where they were. So you don't, you just, you just poked your hands with a knife for no good reason. Right. Started telling people about it. Yeah. How long does this go back? I mean, was anybody doing this recently? Stigmata? Yeah. Yeah. I think probably every couple of weeks. Somebody, does, <laughs> somebody texts, texts their friends or posts on Facebook and says, ah, you guys ever seen something like this? Yeah. Hey, that's stigmata. I, it up. I guess it's called stigmata. You didn't invent that. That's stigmata. It's some guy trying to take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Astigmatism. Oh, yeah. Probably. Astigmatism. That's an eye twitch, I want to say. I don't think it's an eye twitch. I think uh, astigmatism is just like basically like fog all all in your eyes. Okay. Um, yeah. It's like your lenses get all, uh, get like little cracks all in them. And then that uh, that makes it so it's really hard for you to see. Fog. Well, happens to older folks. Foggy mountain breakdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, astigmatism. I. I feel like I thought when my, did you ever get one of these, um, like eyebrow twitches where it's just like, Oh, that's gotta be something terrible. Yes. I thought that was stigmatism, but separately from thinking something was the wrong name, those things were worrisome to the point where I looked it up. And then the fact that it was, uh, I had already basically made up my mind that I had, you know, some, uh, fatal injury or fatal case of whatever that is. (laughs) And then it was almost disappointing when I realized, oh, it's just, I forget whatever answer it was. It was like, yeah, this happens all the time. You're completely fine. It's, it's an eye twitch. Yeah, you just have an eye twitch. Maybe you're a little, got a little stressed out or something like that, and your eyes started twitching a little bit, and it'll go yeah, away. Yeah, but doesn't days. that seem like a terrible neurological thing? Like, oh, that's 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 like yeah. the lights flickering off. Once those lights go out, I'm done or something. Yep. Yeah, I think it's a little scary to have something you can't control happening for a long period of time. Yeah, kind of twitch happening for a while, but uh, yeah, I get them sometimes. They always seem to go away. Now these stigmata really stick around. Though, <laughs> I tell you what, I still have scars <laughs> from those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine that guy planning that out. Like he's down there, like hiding. Obviously, like what are you doing down there, Jimmy? Nothing. Ah, goddamn. <laughs> are you sure everything's okay? 
Fine, nothing's wrong. Yeah, he's putting nails in his hands. Good Lord. Jimmy, <laughs> we, we'd like you fine, man. You don't need to pretend like God overtook you and put n- holes in your hands, my friend. Yeah, why would he do that also? Just to, to again, you know, call into question some of God's motives here. Yeah. Uh, just why, why, why in the world would he do something like that? Hey, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to shoehorn in an Anthony Jeselnik impression. <laughs> ah, okay, gotcha. Hey, God. Gotcha. What's with the stigmata? <laughs> um, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, man. The fact that that's what religion has done. Just one, I mean, that's probably one of the better things religion has done. Like, ah, oh, we could deal with a few holes in the hands from here, from, you know, time to time. But what we can't deal with is the... Uh, What's what are some of the bad things from religion? I can't really th- actually. Maybe religion's been fine. The holes in the feet. The hole in the feet. Yes. Focus on those kind of problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are that's too much. That's a bridge too far. Right. Am I uh, making up that like there were people who would volunteer on is it Easter? I guess it'd be Easter to just like for live crucifixions like and they thought they were just being good people. Holy smokes! I don't know. What do you mean? Like live okay, crucifixions, like for the. Uh, for this year on Easter, when we do the live demonstration, you know, or live, whatever it was, I guess people would be like, I want to feel the pain of Christ and truly, you know, whatever that would, they think that would do. I want to do that. Ooh. So like people would be the guy who gets crucified that year. My goodness. Yeah. It's kind of like our Halloween company where a guy would volunteer to be scared to death or, or be shot at the haunted hayride. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, very similar to that. So, I mean, I, I know like uh, you got, you know, for a given church, you got like people who volunteer to do the nativity scene and all that stuff. And then so you just have the more like hardcore guys who volunteer <laughs> yeah. to actually get hung on the cross. <laughs> yeah, because we did the stations of the cross. And like when we were in, I think, eighth grade. What if like one of the guys in the class was just like, yeah, I want to. <laughs> and so they just nail one of us to the cross at the end of it. Right, just a method actor, high school kid or whatever. <laughs> I guess, yeah, elementary school. <laughs> yeah. Middle school, whatever the... And, like, that would be a thing of the time where, like, our grandparents... I could see my grandparents be like, you did a good thing, Peter. You got nailed to the cross for your Lord. You know, like, <laughs> that would have been, like, a good thing. For, like, how backwards would that have been and how badly would that have messed us up if if our grandparents were co-signing that? Now you know what the Lord right, feels, Peter. Jesus, no! What the why? Why is that? You're saying this good? You're halfway smart too, right? It's like being proud of your boy for like you know asking out, asking the girl to the prom. It's a similar sort of like badge of honor. Like yeah, you know, he actually uh, went ahead and got nailed to the cross. A titty. That's so, I'm so happy to hear that. That's so nice. That could have been a good cross. a good makeup if you don't get into like Ivy League and your parents don't have a good thing to say about you. Um, Maybe that could be like you nudge that kid in the direction of the cross nailing. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, Anthony's son it was captain of the football team. Well, yeah, no, our boy gets nailed to the cross every year. So. <laughs> and he de- <laughs> Just when his hands start to oh, heal up, yeah. they, they peel him right back apart with for the uh for the nail. And um we are so proud of him. Very good out there, Peter. You look good this year. I think even better than last year. Kids crying. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, that's just the exaggerated version of what they do lay on kids religion-wise anyway. That's just the, you know, extremists. Right, it's a way of like making it into uh, you know, more like a more like a sport or something like that. 
for them though right where the where the parents could be proud and like show up to the games <laughs> if you will you know show up to show up to the performances and right. cheer loudly my dad went to every play i'm sure it would have been no different for the crucifixions yep i'm going to sneak over and try and catch the second half of the crucifixion <laughs> <laughs> like he would miss one half of like he would go to five and a half out of six performances and then like admit his guilt over missing the half of one of them like that would be his conversation piece for the day i caught the right. second half of kevin muth's show last night really what happened to the first i had to finish some things up at work Ooh, oh what happened Ooh. i know <laughs> shitting on the uh you know when when the other people on the team are bringing you down like uh you know like in a you know in a play or something the the second lead is not that good it brings it brings your kid down it's like the guy who stabs the spear into you <laughs> at the end is like, does a shitty job <laughs> yeah the guy who nails you in keeps missing and it takes long and it ran long tonight it, i know it, <laughs> kyle couldn't nail me in <laughs> Yeah, the Stevenson boy cannot stab a spear to save his life. <laughs> yeah, the scene where to, you bleed out him. didn't work because he didn't hit you in the right spot. He, you were bleeding just a little <laughs> bit where you, he's supposed to hit your carotid artery or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that I wouldn't be surprised if there's some nonsense like that going. I mean, I'm sure they're not, uh, you know, somewhere out, out in this country. Uh, there are people fully re reenacting, which I, I think that's what you were saying is happening they're fully reenacting uh yeah crucifixion i want to say it was somewhere in south america years ago or something like that i just they're like they they really do that you know just somebody told me one time or, or i made it up okay yeah either one they're both good <laughs> either one they both happened it's what <laughs> we're famous for i got kind of a half any half outy what do you what do you have over there i'm a pretty deep any um deep any okay deep uh, i don't know if you could be a big heavy set guy with a with an audi with driving around in an audi i think they're too small of cars um yeah i think that could be i can picture a a couple bigger audis and they they do not look right you're you're correct yeah yeah so i lucked out there big big boy audis i don't think you are the desirable of the of the worlds of belly buttons but um i would guess that audis are smart just because you have like more well not that your brain is spread throughout your body i was going to say you have a little extra just area there that's all the more room for smarts no it's more uh more of your uh resources have to go to your audi and then and so they get pulled away from your brain ah can't use that for fuel yeah you can't use that for brain fuel the way you'd like to (laughs) (laughs) um I suppose, yeah, if you need like an extra uh, jolt of fuel, you just press it in, press the button, so to speak, and then maybe get a jolt of uh, smarts. That doesn't seem that crazy, honestly. Like, have you, because when you do press in on your belly button, there's that weird, like, ooh, something just like was distributed around in there or something. There's, There's a weird feeling to it where you do feel like something scientific's happening. Like it did have a, a use at one point or something. Right, it's almost like they used that thing to bring nutrients to your body when you were a, a baby. Right. Oh yeah. So I bet you I bet you that's not even crazy. Like we're talking like this is silly, but there's probably leftover nutrients for a while from the uh Billy C. 
that you just squeeze that, and that's probably that, ooh, that weird feeling is probably just the rest of the nutrients getting dispersed. Ah, I going straight to your brain, giving you that extra jolt that you need. Yeah, use it as fuel. And we've reached a theme. <laughs> fuel other yeah. ways, though, is interesting. I mean, how, how far away are we from needle right to the head for just uh, vitamins? Needle right to the head for vitamins. I think we're a little ways away from that. <laughs> yeah, self, you don't want to have people with needles out there, I don't think. I think you save needles for going into the doctors. Right. Yeah. Stick all the doctors. If you're doing needles on your own, well, except for diabetes, I think other than diabetes, save needles for doctor visits, wouldn't you say? I think so, yeah. I think there's a few other things out there that probably require the needles, but um, yeah, the diabetes is one of them. Um, I think that's right. I know they're out there using smelling salts. You ever heard of this? I've heard of smelling salts, but not for like regular, only for waking people up who've been knocked out yeah that's that's one thing you do or like if you're about to like try to lift a lift a car up or something like that or do something crazy i, I don't know what smelling salts are they must just be something that smells horrible and uh, uh, a shot of adrenaline maybe she just gives you a shot of adrenaline yeah like whatever it that smells so bad something must be about to kill me and i better you know fight or flight kind of thing oh that's cool i like those body tricks like okay so our body when we were caveman cavemen we would flip out and do this. Smell this. You'll start thinking you're a caveman and you'll act accordingly. That that kind of right. stuff is brilliant. Is there a name for that line of scientific research? Uh, it's kind of like evolutionary biology. It's it, That's all sort of in that realm of, uh, you know, we are the way we are because of where we've been kind of thing. Right. Um, Just feed people different smells and see how they flip out differently. That's That's the line of right. science I want to get into. I just wonder evolutionarily, like, were was it a thing where like the Neanderthals would like shove a bunch of poop in our face right before they would kill us or something like that? Why why would a why would a really bad smell <laughs> make you have a fight or flight <laughs> response? Yeah, that might have been a way to kind of subdue us. Like, oh, this stinks. I'm. What do I deal with? The stabbing or getting this? Trying to get this stuff out of my face? Because it might have been you can you have no choice as a human being but to reach for poop when near your face. Like, you know that's no good. So mm, these yeah. Neanderthals start getting smart. Like, all right, it's kind of like a we go high, when they go high, we go low kind of thing. Throw poop in their face, and then attack them from the bottom. They have no choice but to unfree up their hands to deal with the poop. I think I, I would succumb to that. I mean, if you threw, like, diarrhea in my face, I think, and then started stabbing me, I think I'm, I'm still addressing the diarrhea. I don't care what's going on yes. down south. Yep. I think, and don't our bodies have some kind of thing where you, they can just turn off pain too? No. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> like shock, shock, I feel like does kind of take care of you in a few ways too. Similar to like a buried memory, a buried pain. Just bury that pain away. This guy doesn't need it right now. Right. I'm right in the middle of dealing with this whole poop fiasco up, <laughs> upstairs here. I don't, no time to deal with the pain thing. Yeah. The brain's having a very calm conversation. Right. Wait a minute. If this poops up here and I'm getting stabbed down here, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smelling salts. I, I do want to try them out just like right before, I don't know, going to the store or something like that. See what, see what you act like going to the store. Yeah. See if you just start kicking everybody's ass. Maybe. Yeah. Or just running away. Maybe it's a fight or flight. Maybe you just wind up running from 
the Home Depot employees or whatever. Right. Or maybe it's one of those things where because you were a caveman and that smell used to mean that somebody was about to shove poop in your face, you have like a Pavlov response. Go around, find the nearest poop and start shoving it in your face. Like, I don't know. This is they gave me that smell from when we were cave <laughs> just trying to explain it to onlookers. <laughs> explain they gave me that smell stuff when we were cavemen. Close bathroom <laughs> while you're taking the poop out from underneath his <laughs> leg or whatever. <laughs> Frantically shoving it in your face. Have you heard of smelling salt, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Feel like I need to explain what's going on. <laughs> One in particular makes it so... You're familiar with back when cavemen used to throw poop in each other's face, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Um, yes, I'm listening. He's very patient while he's sitting there taking a shit. Right. <laughs> yes, I, I'm, I'm still allowing you to do what you're doing. I'm hearing you. Yes, what? <laughs> okay, I see you're shoving it in your face there. Okay, shoving my poop <laughs> in your face. All right. It's what we're famous. How about this stuff? Um, so let's say you have one friend who doesn't like a food as much as the other. You could secretly okay. get them this service where whatever this company is slowly injects the food that they eat already. Um, and they slowly over a month get to then like that food. And then at the end, you're like, hey, you like Brussels sprouts now. I hired this service to inject all, like sneak in your house, <laughs> inject all your food with Brussels sprouts, and now you like it. All right. And what? why do you want to do that? <laughs> Just so we don't have any more disagreements about food. <laughs> no. Ah, okay. You or, guys got into a knockdown, drag out argument about Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Or I guess more thinking along the lines, maybe like your kids don't like Brussels sprouts, so you hire this company to sneak in in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> no uh you hire this company to like i like all the sneaking don't get me wrong i like uh i like you know sneaking in i like changing somebody's preferences without them knowing it i like just about every aspect of it i just <laughs> yeah. want to know uh why what's your motivation you know why do you want to do this to someone uh, maybe to prove that that food was good after all like oh i can't believe you know you don't like mayo I hired this guy to come and put mayo in everything you eat uh, for the last month, and now you like it. <laughs> Got it. That's, uh, okay. Yeah, so it's basically like, uh, just this is about me and uh, me always being disgusted by you liking mayo, is what you're saying. Right. I didn't mean to bring it there, but I guess you can't control what subconsciously drives you places. So I was thinking, <laughs> let's take it, let's take it away from mayo and go to uh, back okay. to Brussels sprouts, uh, uh, something right. that you'd want your kids to maybe be tricked into eating. I don't like Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll show you, kind of an attitude. I'll show you the little shit. I, <laughs> I, um, I don't feel like I would care if uh, kids didn't like Brussels sprouts, though. Okay, good. Not enough. Not the right target audience. They're not going to like everything, right? That's true. Okay, so let's say they don't, they won't eat a single vegetable. Okay, and this guy can come do it with whatever. Let's take it the broccoli. Then he'll come put inject little broccoli things into the honeycombs or, or the cereal, or whatever the kid does like. I get it. I see what you're driving at now. And All you right. do it as tricks you, to your friends, like you just get your friend. Like I've been injecting your health meals with cake. Why'd you do that, you fucking asshole? 
<laughs> and they love cake. Yeah. Right. Now you I, like I cake. Like, I'm very upset. I always, I always like cake. I like cake, but even before, and now you've just been sneaking it in. And just, <laughs> that's why I've put on 30 pounds over the past few weeks. <laughs> yeah, but now you like it even more. Gosh, go, go ahead. Have some cake. Try it. You're going to love it. Again, I... Cake is one of my top five favorites. <laughs> but now you like it even more, okay? Well, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. I think it gets pretty dangerous. You know, you get, like anything, you get your corrupt people dealing with it. Don't, you got to maybe do a vetting process. No corrupt people in our service, please. Right. Yeah, because they're going to be sneaking in at night and injecting people with things. So <laughs> you're going to want some trustworthy uh, <laughs> folks there. But again, you're not going to be able to afford to pay them very much. So it's going to be kind of like Uber driver type uh, folks. They're not going to be, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just there has to be an app that you can just say, hey, yes, I need to get this person to like this. And then you hit a button and then the nearest person has to show up. I'm open to working Otherwise, nights. it's not going to work. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm a night owl. It's not going to work if you have to wait two months before you can arrange a special person. It's got to just be people who are also probably driving Uber, I would guess, just yes. so they could be there quickly, like Uber Eats kind of thing, Uber uh, food preference changers. Right. I took, a, uh, I took a ride over there. I took a guy back to his house in this neighborhood, and I was able to pick up a shift... Uh, Injecting this guy's kid cereal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Luckily enough, business, Uber, regular Uber business has been slow, but this, uh, you know, injecting people to, <laughs> for other people to win bets about whether food is good has really started to pick up. Yeah. That angle might fall into the corrupt one, too, as I think about a top. Like, hey, look, I think mayo's good. This guy doesn't. I'm, I can't get the, I can't in good conscience or good conscience, which, whichever hire this guy to go throw mayo in this in my friend's um you know peanut sauce noodles yeah i see what you're saying i mean nice it's yeah it's tough to find a situation that isn't doesn't feel pretty wrong at some level even the kid one hey these kids don't like vegetables you can be like hey uh you know if they don't eat any vegetables (laughs) they're gonna you know their health is gonna suffer that's why i hired this guy to do this you know that's the only kind of moral way to justify because otherwise it's like hey they're allowed to like whatever they want yeah so okay so you uh, the only thing that's keeping this from being full-on good to go no corruption at all is tell the kids there's gonna be a guy sneaking in tonight don't be afraid (laughs) (laughs) you know those nightmares you guys have been having about the guy sneaking in at night well hey i'm here to uh you know, cheer you up about that. Those were real. Like I was actually <laughs> yeah. showing up. It's not just in your head. You're going to sleep fine now. Yeah. That guy's actually a guy who comes in at night and injects some stuff into your brain uh, <laughs> and makes it so you like vegetables. So, oh, okay. that's even better, Tup. Just change the, you know, it's a more stand on the shoulders, cut to the chase idea. Just put the thing, we, we figured out by then what is the thing in their brain that is making them not like broccoli. Just go flick that off. And then in the middle of the night, yeah. of course. <laughs> and uh, right, and they always go. the guys who come in have to dress like you know some whatever your worst fear is. I guess, <laughs> at first, you want it to you want to think that it's a nightmare, right? You want to right because you want to be convincing that it's not that 
until you're ready to break the news to them, which has got to be after you've already changed their preferences. Right. So in between, you, you got to pretend like it's a nightmare. Uh, and sorry, that's the only way to do this. Right. You start actually, maybe the first step is they send a DVD of like a horror movie related to the theme of the way that guy's going to be dressing for that week. Like the company offers different, oh yeah, you offer different packages. So what would scare them the most? Are they afraid of clowns? Okay, we'll send you a clown-based costume for your for your driver and we'll show them this, this movie that'll terrify them about clowns ahead of time. That's good. Yeah, different themes maybe. Do you, do you find clowns scary at all? Are you one of the uh, clown scared people? Not particularly, no. I don't, um, I always thought that was kind of just a, one guy said it, 10 people thought it was cute, and it and it was a viral uh, thought that didn't really do much for me. Just a meme that showed up, and now people just claim, they, they just lie and claim that they've always been scared of clowns, and they never were before, and they're not. Never will be again, yep. It's, uh, <laughs> I feel like clowns, and this is no, I, you know, not meant to be unkind, it would probably come out that way, but like, I just feel like it's a kind of a pathetic character, like, you know. It's usually relate like you right. sad clown like I, ooh, I like that doesn't scare me. It's but just it, yeah. Does that is that why they're kind of scary though? Is because uh, it's like a, the a person who obviously is not doing well. Like that that person's dressed like mm. a clown, so obviously they're willing to do anything, and they'll oh. chop your head off and you know wear it as their own head with without a moment's notice chop your head off and paint it white and then yeah turn it into a clown's face with their collection put a big red nose on it yeah yeah i don't know i mean i i, I am not scared of clowns because I, I don't yeah I'm, i don't think there's many things in particular that scare me but i can come around to seeing a clown as like a, at least something i don't like i don't like a clown Hmm. I'm trying to get there. I really they don't make am. me feel good. They don't make me feel happy and good or anything like that. They make me feel sort of like what you just said. Like, all right, what what is your problem? What do you suffer from? And how is it? How am I going to get chopped up into little pieces about it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't go to like serial killer for them. I go to like you know show up terrified, do a do a good job at the kid's birthday party. Go back, be depressed. Yeah. No, I get that. But all right, if you just see a clown walking down the street in Brooklyn, would you assume that he was going to kill some people? No, not at all. I would assume there was like Ooh. a clown group. A, they claim from came from the clown parade. Like, oh, we all dress like clowns and walk around. It's to raise money for clowns who have killed themselves. The murders that we commit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's it's to give us all alibis for the murders that will inevitably come out tomorrow. <laughs> and we just figure they're obviously going to say a clown did it. So if we're all walking together, it's a kind of way to stand in solidarity to help spread the blame. Yes, some one of us might get plucked and nailed for the crime, but that's the kind of community we are. Clowns are just really solid, um, have each other back type of people. Yeah, when one of our brothers uh, is in trouble and wants to kill somebody... We uh, we help him out. Yeah, that's just what we do. We have a parade to raise awareness. Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, I don't know. Something about clowns. Yeah. Not not scary. Just like I get why people don't like them. At least I. Mm, I feel like uh, they're not funny either. 
No, I feel like magicians are the underrated, funny, made fun of guys. Magicians are fucking awesome, talented, hilarious people. Clowns might be yes. the ones that deserve the uh, the brunt of the criticism on on the like upsetting performers categories. Magicians take it all away from magicians. Magicians are the coolest, and throw it on clowns. That's my business plan. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm. St- if anybody out there is giving clowns the time of day, I don't think they should. I don't, what What are the entertaining aspects to a, a clown? What do they What do they actually bring to the table aside from the big shoes? Yeah, just slapstick and hyo hyo. I think is what they have. They they drop stuff. The uh, whoops, they're whoops comedians. I think. Oh, it's all uh, uh, physical humor. I think so, which I think is good. Oh, and they are geared towards kids. So we're we're barking up an unkind. We're judging them with uh, an unfair ruling stick, measuring tape. Okay, we're 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 over here with the mind of an adult judging a kid's game. Yeah, it's not for us. There we go. All right, we talked it through. We we it took a few unkind comments to land on the truth, but is that is that for the greater good type of stuff? Top, you agree with that? Like, uh, they said a few bad things, but they arrived at the good things, and through talking about it and raising awareness with these parades <laughs> to help. Clowns get away with murder. They've really done a few good things. <laughs> I think so. I think uh, you talk things through a little bit. You, you're being able to show that you don't, uh, you know, you're not a finished product is, in the end, uh, an important message and probably the theme of the episode. I would say, <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> Love a positive theme, and you can. And I think if you land on the right answer, you don't even have to go back and apologize for your former self. No, I don't think that back then, you know, a few minutes back, it was understandable what we thought. And I, you know, I don't think anybody could have expected us to think otherwise until we came across the rest of the conversation. There it is. And we'd like to thank any clowns out there, you know, you know where we are, you know who we are. Yeah. And and you know, we'll be out at the next parade. It's what we're facing.